0: I'm proud of you, man, bro. Uh, you know, I think he is a strong enough, and depending on what Larry Fitzgerald does, he is a steady enough, like I said, like I said in a previous podcast, he is a quarterback that pretty much can play in any system. Ooh. I know Michigan has had a layoff, uh, but they won the Big Ten. My my problem isn't, is not the words that she said.
1: I mean, I'm definitely... Going, they're going to be my choice for the national championship from the past that resembles anything of Jerry Richardson. Well, uh, no, I agree with you. I i, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I think he's one of the assets to the Hornets. I would hate to see him go. The defensive end out of Mississippi now, he's a little light. He, I believe he's a, around like 230. welcome welcome to the mad dog mike and chief show father's day edition i'd like to give a special shout out to all the fathers out there taking care of their children and their families a special father's day shout out to my man mad dog mike who is the father of a beautiful daughter mad dog mike what's going on man? happy father's day to you what's going on in your work
0: Thank you, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Uh happy Father Day to uh all the the fathers out there. You know, I'm on active duty right now. <laughs> so you know, uh I'm actually not in the studio, so you know, I'm just trying to get things out.
1: Definitely, definitely. Just to let everyone in Podcast Land know, my man Mad Dog, as he said, he's on Father Duty as we speak, coming in live and remote uh coming in live from a remote location you know what i'm saying mad dog mike is a very popular person so i'm not going to give up his location i don't want all his fans you know what i'm saying coming around no <laughs> you <know? No> <laughs> don't don't want his fans coming around you know he, he yeah he does have a have a family he has to take care of y'all can't be beating his door down so i can't give up his remote location <laughs> but he is very dedicated to the podcast so we appreciate him coming in remote I mean, basically because, I mean, there's so much stuff we have to talk about. We've been gone for a couple of weeks, but we're back now. And uh there's two really big subjects that we have to talk about. Namely, you know, we just ended the NBA Finals. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show and talk about LeBron and the Warriors and Dynasty. And is LeBron going to stay at Cavs? A whole bunch of stuff we got to talk about. But first, we want to talk about the new. And I would say infamous in some circles, NFL, man. American flag policy, man, mad dog that came out, I would say maybe about what a week and a half ago. And man, there's been all kinds of, all kinds of opinions, uh, every which way in regards to that policy. And, uh, just to basically let everyone know, uh, if you're a sports fan and and you, have uh, not been living under a rock. I'm sure you already heard, but just to just give an overview of the policy before we get into it. Basically the NFL says the owners have come up with the policy, which let me just say, they did not uh, uh, talk with the NFL players association before they put this policy in place. I want to make that clear, but uh, the, the new policy is if you basically, if you're out on the field, then you have to stand at attention uh, while the national anthem is sung and, you know, the, the flag is, is bared, et cetera, et cetera. If you choose, uh, or if you, you know, choose to protest in any way, then your protest will have to be not coming out on the field. You have to stay either in the tunnel or back in the locker room. Uh, you cannot be out on the field if you're not going to stand at attention. If you do stand out on the field and do some type of protest outside of, uh honoring that's the terminology they use and uh the flag or the national anthem then not you you won't be fined uh individually the team will be fined and then the team will have to figure out how they're gonna deal with you individually uh so that's basically the backbone of it uh mad dog mike I mean what how do you what do you feel about it?
0: I mean, I can hear it in your voice, man. Uh, and I, I feel, uh, let me say this. When it, when it first came out, when the news first, first broke, I was frustrated, man. I was, uh, extremely upset, uh, with, uh, the way that the NFL is handling this situation. Uh, they could step up to the plate and, you know, really help out people, uh, that are fighting for a great cause. Um, but they chose to, uh, going a different direction. And, uh, you know, uh, so, I, we, I you know, as I said, it broke uh, about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. So I've had some time to let it sit in a little bit. I haven't really uh, given it much thought after, you know, that first week. I kind of, with the finals going on and with, you know, the other, other things that we're going to talk about later in the show. Yeah, but- you know, there was so much going on. That I kind of wanted to just, uh, mostly, uh, get away from it for a little bit. I understand uh, but now that. that we are back and, you know what I'm saying, now that we're back and we're talking about it, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, well, well, let me say this. Uh, first, you know, um it's, it's, it's a lot of chaos going on with this whole situation and a lot of uh, disruptions that getting taken off the main focus of why players were kneeling. And we all know why, you know, amongst us, we know the real reason why the protest is going on. Absolutely. Uh, but obviously, obviously that narrative has been taken in a whole different direction. And and to be honest with you, you know, the people that did feel offended by it, you know, um I'm not going to, you know, to each his own. I'm not going to say they're wrong. Uh, for feeling that way uh but uh, i think that uh you know it's it, it, that's not the the main objective of the protest um you know um but from a perspective let me just let me just give you something real quick and then i'll let you kind of uh talk about it a little bit more
1: oh no doubt. Uh, go ahead go the,
0: ahead give us what you got when the protest when the protest first happened i know that the uh there were a lot of people that took offense to, uh, you know, a Kaepernick sitting or kneeling, uh, uh, during the national anthem, you know, they took it as offense to the flag. And, you know, there's so many things that that flag represents. to So many different people, you know, uh, on, on, on one side, you know, that flag, uh, represents, uh, uh, oppression. And then uh, on on another side, that flag represents um, fix. you know. So, um, but the NFL, there when when that first happened, their uh, ratings dropped. Their ratings dropped uh, almost ten percent.
1: It did. They did. So,
0: uh, right. So, um, you know. So that's 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 one aspect of it. And you know, um, another aspect is. That those fans, you know, they they felt a disrespect. Um, but I don't know if the, the NFL are trying to get those fans back. I know I've heard that some of those fans were like, you know, you had your chance to get us back. Um, even even so, you uh, didn't do anything about it uh, during that season. At the time, we're still not coming back. I, I You know, I, I think that uh, you know, obviously uh the guy in the white house <laughs> has his narrative and has a lot to do with that um I but that. from what I, what I, what I, the, the point i want to make is um and i want to get your opinion about it um i, I i'm looking at it as a, a person that watches sports now i think that we yeah we, we're gonna have to put something on the players we're gonna have to Put something definitely on the owners, but we're gonna to have to look at ourselves also because <laughs> we're feeding the narrative as long as we continue to support and watch on our end. You know what I mean? No, I'm looking I'll at it agree. from that perspective. I'm looking at it from that perspective also. And you know, I, I love sports. There's a time where I you know uh I stopped watching. Uh I stopped watching uh, football sports for a while, because I know in the, in the previous podcast, we talked about, um, you know, the, the, the slavery aspect behind it. And I'm going to dial back from that a little bit. I don't want to disrespect the, you know, the ancestors that actually went through slavery,
2: no,
1: I but I'm
0: going to say it does have a plant, it does have a plantation type mentality. So there's the time it's sports where I stopped watching, but I think it's on us as fans also to make a stand for, you know, those, those, the, the, the fans that, you know, uh, didn't like the protesting, they <laughs> took a stand and made a difference. So, uh, so what are we gonna do now? Those of us that, that may feel differently about the actual, um, uh, forcing players to stand and, and, uh, you know, or protest in a locker room, you know, basically taking away, uh, uh, players, uh, players' uh, rights. <laughs>
1: No, I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. One of the thoughts about this whole situation is, and as usual, you know, when you get in these debates and things of that nature, like one, you know, one sector of people is are always left out. And I've been thinking throughout this whole debate is like, like you said, just a few moments ago, like the, the fans and the people were that were upset that players were kneeling which, and we won't get too much into this, but the whole kneel was after a conversation that Colin Kaepernick had with a military veteran that actually stated that uh, he asked Kaepernick, please do not just all the way sit down during the national anthem, right. but to actually kneel that that would be respectful to the military. But again, that's something that, ha- that's something that has gotten lost in this whole situation as well. But, uh, uh, just to move on from that, my my thoughts and what I've been thinking about is what's hap- what happens to the fans that say, "Not, I'm not going to watch anymore because they're kneeling." What happens to the fans that have said, "I'm not going to watch anymore because they are trying to stop these players from exercising their freedom of speech," you know? Because there's a whole thing. Set- yeah, no, no, that you know, I agree, I agree, you no, know, I agree with you. It, it, like you said that, you know, there's been really uh, on a lot of sports talk shows and things of that nature. There's been no mention of these fans because there has been a whole nother sector right. of fans that are basically saying we're not watching anymore because you're trying to silence these uh gentlemen, you know, they are having a silent protest. They're not disrespecting the flag. They're not spitting on it. They're not burning it. You know, they're not, you know, they're not being disrespectful during the, um, Uh, not Pledge of Allegiance, but you know, you you know what I mean? During the, the, uh, uh, you know, the national anthem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. During the national anthem, they're just silently taking a knee, you know, which in a lot of people's minds that that shouldn't be an issue. Um, you know, like you said, we're not going to delve too much into the political lines and the racial lines that these things fall under. But I mean, they, they have to be, uh, you have to mention them because they're a part of this whole situation. There are, uh, you know, there, a lot of the people that quote unquote have an issue with these players, uh, you know, kneeling at the national anthem. A lot of it's divided by, uh, political and racial lines. Unfortunately, um, I agree with you, mad dog. I just think this is an, uh, its it's just a it's a it's an offshoot from our society today We have a society that uh where there are people from one side do not want to listen or understand anything from people from another side and they just want to like try to tear down the people on the other side it's like a like some kind of like political war you know uh well, I- people they they people want to silence other people's opinions and not listen to actually hear and understand what they're trying to say. They just want to silence them. It's just a, a very sad narrative that we're dealing with in this country right now.
0: Well, it's, it's and it's also uh, a comfortability level. You know, there's one side that that is that's very comfortable. They're very comfortable and they live, uh, you know, uh, they live their life. They don't have to worry about any type of uh, uh, discrimination against them. And, you know, for these, uh, these uh these subjects or these these issues to be brought up, especially in the main stage like um, the NFL, then that means that they actually have to, uh, they actually have to, because it's, it's uncomfortable for some people. It's uncomfortable for a lot of people from all sides to to have to keep talking. Do you think that people won't have to keep talking about these issues? Do you think that we? We don't want to move on, you know. I, I hate when people say "get over it." Oh. I, I say, You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: I mean, it's ignorant. but it's still that, that's going a, on. How
0: you going to it's, it's, it's very ignorant.
1: Yeah, that's the ignorant
0: Excuse me, but you know, you you know, it, it's it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about all around. But if you're that person that's constantly being uncomfortable. Yeah, you can talk about it because that's your life. That's what you deal with. But if you're a person that's constantly comfortable and know that there's a lot of history where there are a lot of things that were done that was absolutely wrong and inhumane and immoral, yeah, it's uncomfortable for you to talk about. So I think that the comfortability level, it's not that that, that's why people don't want to listen. That's why people don't hear. That's why people want to silence people. Because it
1: makes them feel uncomfortable. No, I, I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, people don't want to face these issues. That, that's another issue, like you really? said. I, I agree with you. Like people want to live in this bubble where they feel like America. I mean, America is a great country. Don't get me wrong, but you know, there's a lot of things about America that's not right. You know, in the past and the present. Um, you know, in in there, like as you said, there are certain sect of people that are comfortable with their lives. They don't have to face any of these issues that other Americans may have to face. And they don't want to hear about them. They, they want to act like they don't exist when they do, you know? And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, there are some people like, uh, you know, in, in a, in a, in a really broad segment, we talked about that Fox news anchor. That was like, uh, you know, that told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Like, come on. Like, right. Really? You know, like, I mean, you know, I give LeBron a lot of props. You know, a lot of people have issues with LeBron or whatever. But, you know, LeBron could easily be one of those people that you just described. I mean, even though he's an African-American male, I mean, you know, he has uber millions of dollars. I don't know. He may be approaching billion. Who knows? Who knows? You know how much money he's actually worth. But I mean, but he still sticks his neck out and he he still talks about the issues that uh, people. Uh, African American males and, 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 and women, uh, deal with that he, you know, he may have dealt with growing up, but he definitely doesn't have to deal with those issues now. But he still, <clears throat> excuse me, is a champion for those issues, which I, I really respect. And n- no one should ever, I mean, so, so what he should shut up and dribble. I mean, just because, you know, I work in a, uh, at a, at a mortgage company, what I'm just supposed to go to my job and not have views on the world. Like, that's ridiculous. But but it's also people that that feel that way that they should just play their sport and and not have any uh views or thoughts on how the world is. But just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean that things don't happen to their family and 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 people that they know's families. You know it in in the you know in in this country. So I I really agree with you that you know that there's a sect of people that are comfortable. They don't want to hear about things that happen to other people because it doesn't necessarily Quote unquote affect them, even though it really does. It, you know, if you look at the long view of things, um, I, let me just say as well, I, I'm just, I mean, I guess disappointed is the, I did, well, no, disappointed is the right word, but disappointed, but not surprised. And what I mean by that mad dog is the, the owners, they, all they are out to do is protect their pockets. They could care less about the anthem because they were getting paid by, uh you know they were getting paid by the armed forces in the first place to do these national anthems and the, the flyovers and these different uh flag events before the game which again is another side of this issue that never comes up anymore they the the uh the armed forces were paying the NFL to do these things but they don't care they just right, right. yeah yeah but they they don't
0: the players care. didn't even have to they didn't have to before all that they didn't even have to be out there or understand exactly. or, 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 or do all that stuff exactly yeah, yeah. It, no, I got you it, no it,
1: it's hypocritical you know the, and, yeah. and and they're in and, and, and they're trying to uh, they they are trying to you know save their pocketbook or, you know continue to make as much money as they can which I mean that's their right to do but to me and this this will move move us on to the second part of this. Uh, in second part of this question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, in the way that they stated this policy, do you feel, uh, did it, do you feel that it helped or hurt the situation? And I'm just going to, before I toss it back over to you, you could probably already tell where I'm going with this. I just feel like the fact that they are trying to save their pocketbook, they just made the situation worse. And then this or- policy that they, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, this policy that they've come out with is very vague. I mean, it leaves the uh, you know it leaves the punishment up the teams. I mean, I just feel like they made the situation worse and not better. But how do you feel about that?
0: Oh no, I agree. It definitely makes the situation worse. As I said earlier in the show, uh, in the beginning of this whole situation, uh, they uh, their ratings dropped ten percent. They're not getting those those fans. Just because they tried to change this, or, or at least they're not getting all of those fans back. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Because they already made their decision, and, and they, and they got to they gotta, they gotta stick with that. Now they're also going to lose a percentage of people from the other sector that we talked about that uh, felt a different way from the, from the other side. Uh, they, they're trying to silence these athletes. They're trying to tell them to shut up and dribble or shut up and play. Uh, they have no voice. They're going to lose those fans also. So they're steady worried. and I agree, 100%. It's about money to them. And you know, I hear people say, well, you know, Kaepernick, if, if you got an employee that's losing the owner's money, you know, you know, and I'm sure you've heard that argument too, like, oh, definitely. you know, oh, definitely. He, he's, he's losing, he's, he's losing the money. It's a business decision. What would you do? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get that. Perspective. I'm not shutting anybody's perspective out, like I said, but um, they're worried about money, <laughs> so they're going to lose fans, which is going to lose viewers, which is also going to lose money. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's 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 going to be an interesting start of the season. I'm going to say a start of the season, and it could. Going throughout the whole season, I'm just interested to see how they're going to handle this moving forward. I'm sure that, you know, players are not going to come out the locker room. They're going to pinpoint these players out. They're going to make them back sheets. Who knows? You know, yeah. who knows how this is going to, uh, end, but I don't think it's going to, uh, they have a healthy situation. And, uh, you know, I also think that they're feeding into, uh, uh the guy in the White House because again, uh, this, uh, he, 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 got involved cause so Kaepernick basically started in the preseason and it flowed over to the, the start of the season. Uh, basically Trump, you know, was running his, his, uh, his campaign or, or, whatever he was doing. Uh, he started getting involved in week three and that's when it started becoming, you know, much more of a chaos. So I think that they're also trying to appease, uh, him also.
1: Well, of course, no, I agree with you. I I definitely agree with you. Um, I also am glad you brought up the fact that, yeah, this policy. So, yeah, um, yeah, we're giving you we're giving you out to where you can stay in the locker room. But again, like you said, you're you're basically at least I would say at least for the first four four or five weeks of the season. And it may be the whole season. Who knows? But but, you know, man, dog, like they're going to have those cameras panning down on the sidelines trying to figure out who's out there and who's not out there. Like you said, putting more pressure on the players to go out there. I mean, I hope and pray that there are players out there that don't worry about that. I mean, I I, I understand that if you're a practice squad player or you're at the end of the bench, you just play special teams that, I mean, that could be the difference between you having a job and not having a job. I mean, I understand that you have to do what's best for you and your family, but some of these other players that, don't have that worry. I'm really hoping that they'll be able to, or they'll have another gumption to take the stand and still stay in the locker room. If they don't agree, if that's how they fall. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like just, the, you know, I, I feel like the, the fact that they're chasing this money and trying to just hold on to as much money as possible is the reason for this policy that kind of just walks the fence, you know, on either side, and and I think it's gonna hurt them in the long run um and and you kind of with your statements you kind of alluded to the next question that I wanted to pose to you, which is you know and and I'll just give you uh you know in uh, in in two parts and you can just uh you know let me know how you feel about it but so how do you and you've already gone over it a little bit, but how do you think the owners will react and how do you think the players will react to this new policy
0: oh man so <laughs> uh so I, let me start with the players. Um, you know, and I and I don't want to be a pessimist. I don't want to be negative. But, um, and, and maybe not to this extremity, but we've kind of seen, we've kind of seen actions like this uh, uh, before. Uh, and, and I think the news, uh, you know, the media is going to have a lot to play uh, in parts because you know they they only show what what they want to they want to uh, put into your head, so they're going to have a huge narrative in how this goes. Um, but I, I feel like like you said in the first couple weeks, maybe at least four to five, you're going to see a lot of uh, backlash from the players staying in lock room. Uh, um, I don't know if anyone's going to kneel. <laughs> um, I I I. I I, w- I-, I hope that they would but again these players have families you know and but from my opinion, from my opinion, they have the biggest platform of them all, especially these big name players but at the same time, you know you got to be a realist. they do have families to provide for. They do have uh, 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 things that they have to take care of. So I feel like eventually they're going to end up back down. I hope that's not the narrative. I'm not saying that that's what I'm hoping, but it's, 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 it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like eventually there, it's going to last a couple of weeks and then eventually the media is going to spin some story. They're going to, they're going to backseat. You already seen them basically, uh, basically crucify Kaepernick.
1: Definitely. You know what I'm saying? No, I
0: understand. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely. They
0: crucify Kaepernick. This dude can't even get like, he, he, he should be in the NFL. But now, and, and but they don't talk about how you donate millions of dollars to Terry. Oh, they don't talk not. about that, you o- know what I'm saying? Of course so not. So that's, that's what, that's how they're going to play that. That's how they're going to play that. And eventually, it's just going to go back to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shutting them down. Uh, and possibly, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's not the narrative. I'm hoping some of these guys will step up and finally do something. Uh Wow. Even more that they have been doing. I'm not saying that they haven't done anything.
1: No, I understand. Uh
0: you know, but they they have to be created as a guy not Dink. Uh a pure, you know, uh you know <laughs> a held up son, You know what I'm saying? You're not listening. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's something that's 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 genius. That's genius. You know what I mean? Little things like that. If they can continue to do that, man, it, 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 it will make uh it would make for. um or if you continue, but if, if they eventually end up backing down to the owners, the owners are gonna, are gonna do what they do. Uh, the owners are worried about the money. The owners, uh, you know, I've had oh, the Jet owners say that, uh, yeah, my, if my players will deal, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the fine. But the thing is, none of his players kneeled last year. Exactly. So of course you can say, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're gonna, they're gonna be some that may play that game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for publicity. You know what I'm saying? For likability. But, you know, they're, they're, we know what it is. <laughs> we know where they stand. Because they all agreed to it. Even though some of them say they didn't. Nah. They all agreed to it. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're all about the money. And again, it's just, uh, it's just another, uh, it's another, uh, uh, scene of, uh, <laughs> the plantation. <laughs> Back on the plantation, man. You get out of line. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, I understand. Plantation
0: mentality, man.
1: I understand. I understand. Hey, I'm not going
0: to say it's slavery. I'm not going to say it's slavery. And then you're going to have people that talk about, oh, they're making millions. They're doing this. Come on, man.
1: Well, well I mean, if you Come really man. look at the situation, there's a small percentage of those players that are making millions. Not all of those players are making millions. Now they do, in comparison to the regular working man, even the guys on the end of the bench, the guys that just play special teams, they, they do make a good amount of money, but not all of those players are making millions, you know? And then see, it, it it's funny. Like people use statements, mad dog, that like, like that's a statement right there. Well, if they're making millions of dollars. They can stand whatever. They may be making millions of dollars, but look, the way their contract is set up, if they go out there and blow their knee out or break their leg or whatever and it doesn't heal correctly, they get cut and that's it. Like, there's no, there, you know, there's no guaranteed contracts. Like, it's, it's so many different levels to this situation. And like you said, a lot of these people They either don't understand the way it works in, you know, in general, or they do understand, but they use these blanket statements to try to just further whatever their agenda is or, you know, further their side or whatever they feel. But to just go back, you know, to answer the question myself, I feel like. A lot of what the players are going to do is going to depend on what the owners do, Um you know, I know David Tepper, the new owner for the Carolina Panthers, which, you know, we'll talk about that. We really haven't talked a lot about that either, that, you know, that sale has gone through. But we'll talk about that in the future. Um, Right after they did, you know, right after they went through with the policy, um, you know, he flew to Charlotte and, and, and had a meeting with the team leaders. Now, it wasn't you know, it did not become public what was said in that meeting. But at the very least, he did meet with the players, to tell him whatever, tell them, you know, whatever, I guess, you know, whatever he wanted to tell them. It seems like he's going to move in a different direction than uh Uncle Jerry, uh, you know, the the old the old owner, you know, you know, he was all about, you know, you're going to stand for the flag and be a certain way and tell Cam Newton, uh, you know, do you have any tattoos while in the background? You know, he's rubbing on women's breasts and. and and writing them, uh, old, uh, you know, elementary school, uh, letters. Do you like me? And, you know, being very, uh, yeah, I'm going at him, man. I don't yes care. Like, no. I'm, I'm going yes, at him. Yes, or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, like, if you read the story, he did. He, um, if you read the story from some of these women, okay. it, 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 and I literally, literally, man, though, he, there, there's a story, uh, in Sports Illustrated where he sent a woman a note saying, like, how do you look at me? Do you look at me as a, a grandfather, a father, uh, 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 uncle or something. So it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but yeah,
0: it's just, you even got to ask that question. Yeah. It, it, gotta ask it, that question, man.
1: It, it's just funny. His, his hypocrisy was so ridiculous as you know, he wanted his players to be these upstanding men, you know, while he was slurking in the backgrounds, you know what I'm saying, like not harassing say, women. Not as
0: I did.
1: Yeah, yeah, harassing you women. You know. You say slurping? Yeah, I mean, yeah, slurp. Well, actually, I made up a word, Slurking. S L U R K. Like, but slurping and lurking, I, I, I put that together, Splurking.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: Yeah, I, like I put you. it together because it. it you know, it it was real slimy. You know what I'm saying. He in the background, you know, doing what he does, while he wants everybody else to be, I guess, in the back of right. his mind who he really wants to be. But I'll, I'll get off of that. I don't want right. to. I don't. I don't want to get on my my tree stump right now. But I, I think it's. I think it's going to really depend on what the owners do. Like you said, we'll see if the jet. Uh, well, I, well, I, I wonder. Like you said, if if the if the Jets owner what he said, I, I wonder if that's actually going to be tried by his players, or if he'll go back and have a meeting with them because last year he was he was one of the guys you know he was with the the Texans owner and Jerry Jones and like all of my players are going to stand for the national anthem. So I mean last year it was right. like something totally different. So I mean that seems that's to be why I don't
0: that's why I don't see. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't see any of the owners uh uh back in the players. Exactly. Because it's money coming out of their pocket.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying like if they just say they can make great sound bites. There's great sayings out there, "Make America Great Again," but we know what that really means. You know what I'm saying? There's great slogans out there. There's great sound bites that you can do. You know, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, it's about money. Exactly. And they—they ain't they trying to pay. All right, what owners you know trying to play a player's a player's fun
1: Well, I, I will say this. I will say I can't speak for the owner of uh, the other owners. But I will say, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll move this into what I wanted to talk about with the Panthers owner. I mean, Tepper is worth 11 billion plus. So if there's anybody in the NFL (laughs) that can afford to pay the fine, if he really feels the way he feels about, I mean, if that's how he really feels, you know, I don't think whatever fine they're going to give him is going to hurt them or hurt him that bad. Um, and just, just to, just to speak on him, I know just this past week, um, the Panthers did hire the first, um, African American, uh, female coach, uh, for the team. Well, she's an intern. She's not a quote unquote coach at this point, but she is an intern, but she's the first, uh, female, uh, coach, uh, African American. So, uh, you know, I, I was having a discussion, uh, with someone today, just today about it. You know, I, what I wonder is, and I'm gonna get back to the question, but, what I wonder is, is that how, is that the direction that the Panthers organization is going to move into? Or is that just something that's being done right now because Uncle Jerry was doing what he was doing? You know, and that, that's a question that we can, I, I don't, I don't want you to have to answer that right now. That's a question that we can, you know, talk about later. But I just say that to say, I mean, hopefully there will be some owners that understand and stick out their necks for some of these players because in any organization uh it's been documented mad dog that when 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 owners or when uh management in an an organization stick their neck out or or they do things to try to better their employees you usually uh get better performance i mean that that's been documented i mean yeah
0: yeah i mean i'm not but Go
1: against that. Um, I mean and that but let uh, me just say that that's okay. just my that's my hope. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I kinda agree with how you feel about it. I mean, at the end of the day, there'll be some rabble rousing at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, and most likely it'll die down. Hopefully, I don't you know, hopefully it won't, and maybe there'll be some kind of significant change uh in the players' direction that'll be good for the players. I mean, I'm not banking on that, don't get me wrong but I'm gonna leave this subject on this mad dog. And I I would like for you to uh, comment on it, but I hope the players now understand mad dog because at at a 40,000 at a, at a a 40,000 mile view above this whole situation, what's going to have to happen for things to change. As far as the NFL is concerned is next go around for the collective bargain agreement, bro, they're going to have to strike. You know, they you know, they were about to strike a few years ago. The last time that they were supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, supposed to be negotiating with the collective bargaining agreement, the owners locked them out and the owners waited them out. And, you know, what happened was the guys that don't make that much money, you know, I guess they put pressure on the the players that wanted to strike and say, hey, you know, we can't afford to strike. We got to get out there and play. And they just took whatever deal the owners gave them. And this is what happens. Now, I know this is this wasn't collectively bargained, This whole situation came up. But I'm saying what I'm trying to say is when you are when you're trying to negotiate and when when you work from a position of weakness, these things happen to you. So hopefully in the future, like the NFL Players Association will see that. I mean, if you have to strike, you you have to plan for that. Like, you know, sometimes in order to move ahead, you, you sometimes you have to take two steps back in order to take one step forward. So in order for them to to uh, receive more power and receive more respect from the owners, they're going to have to put their foot down when it's time for the collective bargaining agreement to come around and say, hey, OK, well, if you can't give us some of our demands or we're just not going to play. I mean, that's not to, to me. That's the only way things are going to change.
0: I uh, I agree. I 100% agree. That's really you know, the ball is basically the, the owners or at least the the uh the commissioner have taken a stance on where they at. Now the ball's on the players' court. Exactly. What are they gonna do? <laughs> so, you know, um, that's really um, the 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 only I'm not gonna say only option, but that's the most logical, not looking at financially, of course, but yes. for them, that is, if they really want to make a stand, instead of kneeling in the flag on national TV, you know what I'm saying? Is that just a ploy? Nah, make a real stand and strike. Now, of course, I could say that from so many miles and miles away. You know, it's not, it's not my family that, that wouldn't eat, so on and so forth. Of course, I could say that. But you know, uh, if you really want to make a stand, you know, uh, you know, that seems like that would be the next step is to go on strike. I mean, now uh, I- you know, like I said, like I said, there's there's been opportunities for professional uh, athletes on a larger on a large realm of of, of uh, a large number of athletes to do that, and you know, you, you saw saw in the NBA, you know. And you know some have not followed through all the way, you know, but you know i I think that's probably <laughs> that's probably the avenue that they should, that they should go in mind
1: well well, i understand track. no i definitely man i you know I understand that bad dog, but just to give you a, a counterpoint because and, and you're right you know it's it's yeah. well i i'll say this I, I don't even i don't even necessarily agree with the fact that. You know, you're saying that in um, and, and, and my point is actually agreeing with you. But what I'm just saying is I, I I appreciate the fact that you say, of course, you know, it's not our families that are being affected. Like if they decide to strike. But at the same time, Mad Dog, me and you both. Time, actually, it is. Actually, it is. Yeah. Was, well, yeah, but what, what, okay. what, what, what I was going to say was, is that we've both been situations in our life that we've had to do things and work as an intern or work where well, we didn't get paid any money. You know what I'm saying? Like we've had situation. I think, I think a lot of people, I won't say most because I can't make, really make that blanket statement, but there there are many people that have had to work for free or ne- not necessarily strike, but do things that may not get them immediate reward in order to get reward later on. You understand what I'm saying? So, so I I don't necessarily feel like I, I'm I'm uh, when I say that they're either going to have to strike or negotiate hard in order to to try to uh, leverage some power in the next collective bargaining agreement. I mean, I don't really think I'm being insensitive to their family situations where I'm when I'm saying that because I've had situations, you know, you've had situations. We're doing things right now for free. You know, just to, to further our career. So, so I'm not, I'm not being insensitive to their family situation, but sometimes you, sometimes you have to do things that in the short run may seem in detriment to yourself in order for the reward to come later on. And, you know, like I said, so it, it, at the bottom line is, I know that's kind of, you know, that's kind of away from the whole flag policy situation, but I really don't think it is. They, you know, right now the players are working from a position of weakness in the co- collective bargaining agreement and the only way to, uh you know, they're, the next time that agreement comes up, they're going to have to collectively bargain and they're going to have to demand certain things. If they don't get those certain things, I mean, a, a strike may be in order, you know, but I mean, that's they're going to have, you know, the, the leaders of the players association are going to have to, you know, do whatever they can let these players know, hey you know, this may be coming up, save your money, you know, because there are certain things that need to, you know, be addressed in the next collective bargaining, collective bargaining agreement. So, you know, I hope that's what they do. I hope that whoever, whatever players feel um about the national anthem or their silent protest, I just hope that they'll continue to do what they do. I know it won't be all owners and I know there'll be some old owners that Uh, agree with the president or want to go along with the president as you talked about Um, but I hope there'll be some owners that will back the players and say hey if you want to protest even if you want to protest on the field behind you but like you said a little while ago I mean we'll see it's going to be very interesting and I'm sure we're going to be coming back to this uh, subject especially at the beginning of the NFL season because basically you know that's when it's going to go down we're going to start to see uh, how players and owners uh, are going to handle this situation with the new policy. Uh so moving on, we will go ahead and get off of that uh subject. Moving on, uh we want to move on to our song of the week, but before we get to our song of the week, we want to get to our uh talk about our song of the week sponsor, which is Treats Popcorn. Uh Treats Popcorn is located at 857 Stockbridge Drive. Fort Mill, South Carolina. 29708 is the zip code. Uh, Treats Popcorn has over 21 flavors of popcorn. They serve the best hot dogs in Fort Mill, South Carolina. They're uh, Nathan's All Beef Hot Dogs. And we we're, we're, always talk about the hot dog eating contest that is sponsored by Nathan's. We're coming right up on that because we're coming up on the July 4th holiday. So they do serve the Nathan's hot dogs, the best hot dogs in uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina. They have cotton candy, candy apples and funnel cakes, which Mad Dog, you have a personal experience with funnel cakes. They serve the funnel cakes on Fridays and Saturdays. So please check out Treats Popcorn. I have to give Patrick Young, the owner, a shout out. Uh, he helped me and my wife out. We, you know, we we just had our, our one year wedding anniversary this past week and uh we were able to go to Treats Popcorn and get a whole uh just a, a whole almost box full of goodies for our anniversary so I have to give uh Patrick a shout out for that all kind of uh different popcorns and and uh uh cotton candy all kind of different things so it was a wonderful uh, care package that he sent to us so again please check out Treats 857 Stockbridge Drive Fort Mill South Carolina and Mad Dog, you, do you, you, do you have any thoughts about the funnel cake, sir?
0: Oh man, yeah. The funnel cakes are amazing. I just want to say, uh, that, you know, I've got family coming into town next month in July, and my brother has already been asking me about treats. So we, <laughs> we, we will definitely be going to check them out, man. And, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's funnel cakes to the doctor, like you said, man. They're amazing, and uh, I've been I'm dreaming about them. i got to get that <laughs> Definitely,
1: yeah. definitely. That's, that's definitely, yeah, the, no, the funnel for real, cakes for real, are great. For
0: real. Yeah, <laughs> real, real. I've real dreams about
1: them. Well, definitely, definitely. I've, I've actually had the funnel cakes as well. They're, oh, man, they're they're, they're they're to die for, basically. I mean, you can get them in all kind of different flavors. Uh, you know, regular powdered sugar. Shortcake, strawberry shortcake, mate. Strawberry shortcake. You can get, uh, different, uh, candy crumble, crumbles on them, you know, Butterfinger crumbles, m M&M- and anything you want, anything you want. So please check out, uh, treats popcorn. They are sponsoring our song of the week, which is set it off by juvenile. And I would just like to say that I hope that some of these NFL players with their silent protests set it off <laughs> at the beginning of the season. So our, uh, our song of the week. Set It Off by Juvenile. Here we go. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm hmm mm For the radio. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh-huh. a DC soldier. I'm a all-installer. If the girl leave me, I'ma take everything from her. Uh-huh. I'ma buy a cane player. clean the drum up. I'ma buy me some new looking. buy a forerunner. I'ma walk with a limp in my heavy. You don't want to go, you don't know what you missing. I'm a best boss a walkin'. You ain't heard, I got a team of headbusters waiting to give the word. I got up here in the East Coast, up here in the West. Down south with mid-W, what's up to the rest? Can't forget about the getaway, they struggle the deck. No matter what I get into, I love myself. step. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Shut it off in this bubble. What's up? What's up? Man, take these handcuffs off of us. We ain't get nobody in this car for us. And I know 20s, is the law for us. I ain't for friends, but excuse my friends. Forget you if you ain't more to say that then. I've been dealing with you clowns from way back when. Plus, I kept a fire duck off the lay back in. They say, mama, bling, bling and JD type. Cause you been taking care and everything alright. What's up, hey.